Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make. The choices other people make. This is a podcast that explores all things as they relate to dating, romance, and relationships. Why we sometimes ignore or miss the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, psychological manipulation, mental illness, addiction, and so much more. Join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants, anonymous guest dating stories, and experts who share their wisdom so I can help you navigate the dating terrain. If you are new to the show or have been following me from the beginning, hold on tight for the Anonymous Andrew Experience. Now on to the show. Greetings and welcome to Anonymous Andrew Podcast, Life and the Choices We Make. And welcome to Season 2, Episode Number 1. And you might be looking at the day. It is Saturday, and normally I would be doing a weekend rant. I decided not to do a weekend rant this weekend because... I have two women, two ladies joining us who are going to do the ranting for me or for us. What is season two about? Season two about is dating in the modern world. And if you've been listening to the past several, about a month of of episodes, it is so complicated, Uh, especially with the dating apps. It has just gotten ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. And so I, I found two women that, by the way, they are acquaintances of mine, and, and they're in their 30s. So we're talking about women of this current generation, um, you know, mid, mid-30s, young to mid-30s, and they cannot get dates. And I'm telling you, these two women are a catch. Both of them. I know them both. They're attractive, charming. There is absolutely nothing wrong with them. And yet, there's something happening in today's society of the dating world. And it is a mess. So I wanted to bring them on. I figured this is a great way to start season two. It's just to dive right into it. By the way, the, the two women are Maggie and Nancy. Of course, that's not their real names. Nancy had a little technical glitch and couldn't join us for until about halfway through the episode. So you're going to hear mostly Maggie at the beginning. Uh, I'm using a new recording software, and it's got some tricky technical stuff that we haven't worked out yet. Anyway... This is an incredible episode. This is going to give you a great the concept of what I have been trying to say for a long time now. So enjoy the episode and we will talk to you on the other side. Oh. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Anonymous Andrew Podcast. And today I have not one, but I have two guests. Joining me today are Nancy and Maggie. And Nancy and Maggie are two women who live in a metropolitan area. We're going to leave that out for now, which area. And they joined me today to talk about their experience in dating. And what's interesting about this episode is one, uh, Maggie, if I'm not, uh, well, first, ladies, say hello. Maggie, say hello. Hello. <laughs> okay, well, while Nancy tries to figure out how to unmute herself, Nancy does use dating apps. Maggie does not. Is that correct, Maggie? Yeah, I've uh, given up on them for now. So, so how long has it been since you used a dating app last? Oh, um, probably before the this summer. So it's October now, and so not since maybe May. Okay. Okay. So. So May through October, and I, I would imagine. I, I and. By the way, I I know these two ladies, these two women. Um, Maggie, you have gone on some dates this summer? Yeah. um, Yeah, actually, just with someone who I had met previously on a dating app, (laughs) ironically. Um, Yeah, actually, just a couple people who I had met on a dating app. But then after, right, I met them, like, last year. So that was a while ago. And after that, I was having really bad luck. finding anyone new who would want to meet in person. And um, so that's been part of a big problem for me. And I don't know, I used to have, it used to be a lot easier to date for me, like when I was younger. And then now uh, I'm 34 now. And I don't know, it's like I used to just meet people on the street or wherever I was. And now that seems to not happen. Like everyone's looking at their phone a lot of the time. So I'm not really meeting as many people. Um, But I still was so frustrated with the dating app, like with just nothing happening that I just was like, I'm fuck it. Am I allowed to curse? Sorry. (laughs) I was like, fuck it. Let me just try in person. And so I've been trying just, I don't know, being aware when I'm out. Um, not much has happened in person either, except uh, um, I did meet someone at my at my job uh, like last year, and then that kind of like didn't go anywhere. And they recently uh, reached out again, so that might be. Although they they aren't they don't seem like they'd be really good for me to actually be in a relationship with, but just to like hang out with maybe. Okay, you mentioned something that I find also a problem and i'm guilty of it as well you said that people are walking around looking at their cell phones so that means they're not paying attention to the people around them and Mm -hmm. like so if you go to the supermarket if you go to i don't know target you go shopping that's or anywhere that's how you would meet somebody organically in the real world without using a dating app um I'm guilty of this because I'll go shopping, super. Let's just say supermarket, 
and I'll put earbuds in. And I'm, of course, what I do is I listen to podcasts. Um, it's my time. It's 45 minutes to an hour of shopping. It's my, it's a good time. I get the chance to listen, but I've been told that if you have earbuds in, that's the body language you're telling potential women that might be single and looking that you're, you're not open to be approached. Mm -hmm. So do you find, do you, would you agree with that? So if like, if you saw, if you're, so you just said you see people with this looking down at their cell phones, let's say you saw somebody in the any store and they were shopping, whatever, but they didn't have their cell phones in their hand, but they had earbuds in. I, um, I personally would, would approach them. Like I wouldn't think because I actually walk around with my earbuds in too. And sometimes just to muffle the noise, like if, I don't know if there's like some baby screaming in the store or like an ambulance, it's kind of nice to have them in. Uh, yeah. no, so I, I would, if they're not looking down at their phone, I would, I wouldn't think like the earbuds are like, you know like oh, say, saying keep away or anything. Um, so I hope that people don't think that about me because sometimes I do walk around with them in like uh, when I'm just like walking around or going to the grocery store. But I do take okay, them so- out like at the gym and, and if I'm out, obviously at, at a place. All right. So wearing earbuds is not necessarily a bad thing that you think that you're still approachable. Well, that's somebody, what I think, so. but I'm kind of okay. different. So hopefully other people agree. So hopefully, but yeah, I don't well, think. It is. Well, this is, this is why I have, I have you on is I'm getting the different perspective of different age brackets. And, and you are, you are a, a woman who works and lives in a major metropolitan city. So yeah, your, your opinion counts. It's so. um, Mm -hmm. And I have approached people before, but just like friend friendly, uh, like my neighbors who've had their earbuds in and we've had conversations with earbuds in. So like for that, uh, it doesn't seem to matter. Yeah. What, what I find myself doing a lot is if I'm, at the supermarket and I need to, like I'm at the deli counter or the seafood counter, or I'm at the checkout. And now I have to interact with that person. I have an Apple watch. So all I have to do is the Apple watch will pause whatever music you're playing or podcast you're listening to. You look down and it's the pause button is right there. So it's very quickly and easily to pause whatever you're listening to. So I've done that. And and so then you can have a conversation with the person you're interacting with. Oh, but I was going to add, even someone asked me for directions, even though I had earbuds in and I was like, let me just pause this. And then I paused it and gave them the directions. Like, so it doesn't seem to stop people. But um, I think I've become, I used to be like for a while, I'd ask guys out a lot. But I kept getting turned down. Like they'd say they had girlfriends. Maybe they really did. And then someone told me like some guys don't like to be asked out. So then I think I got a little bit like hesitant now. But I don't know. It's been pretty bleak out in the in the uh, real world too. So. So. 
you were told that somebody who told you that guys didn't like to be asked out uh just some guy uh that i was friends with okay that that i i find that in my case i if a, if a, a a woman approached me and and well, when, when you say asked out, you mean like a cold approach, like just walk up to you and ask you for your number or or, or walk up to you and start an like interaction with you? Uh, sometimes it would be you. like, oh, maybe my waiter or something. <laughs> I'm thinking back now. What's up? There's a cute like waiter at like a cafe. And so he was when one time when he was at the table, I asked him and he's like, oh, sorry, I have a, a girlfriend. Um, I actually, it was a while ago, so I can't really remember the other times, but I imagine so I must have you, said something before asking him out. Yeah. What, what did you ask the waiter? How did you ask him out? Oh man, it was you uh, years ago, but I just think I, I said, would you want to hang out, uh, sometime? That's probably what I said. Something like that. Like, would you want to hang out sometime or could okay. I get your number? I'd say something like that. Could I get your number? From All right. I, I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. But maybe he did have a girlfriend, you know, or, or. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, very that's, possible. The other, that's, that's the other side of this whole dating thing is the rejection is you in, in like, in my case, I don't know about, I guess I, uh, we could talk about this. Men, I think, have a tougher time asking women out. We have, okay, well, maybe I should speak in the eye. The self-confidence, once we get the confident confidence to walk up to, so I'm in the, I'm in the apple section, right, or the produce section, and I, I, I make eye contact with a woman, and I, I would like to approach her and start talking to her about uh, whatever, uh, make up something so I can get a conversation going. We have a fear of, and I bring this up a lot in the podcast, especially post COVID. We, we were told for two years to stay away, stay six feet apart. And, and I went shopping today and there were still people wearing masks. I, I had to say, I must've seen mm-hmm. 10 people wearing masks. So, Approaching somebody today is still, depending on where their mindset is on COVID, they they may not even want you to come near them, you know. Um, so the whole rejection thing is 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 a is a whole issue unto itself. It, it, for for me to muster up the confidence to walk up to a woman and start and then get rejected. And I was told, don't take it personally. That woman may be married or may be in a relationship or simply may not be interested in dating. And then, of course, there's the other side. They just may not be, may not, I may not be their type of person, type of male, but um, yeah, whatever. So they might not even be into men, you know? Well, uh, well, uh, let me. I was thinking that uh, while Nancy figures it out, I was thinking maybe I don't go out enough to like bars. Like I don't really go out to like bars anymore. So maybe that's partly why um, I'm like just hoping to meet someone at like an art thing or poetry thing or like 
or just out getting groceries or, or something or the gym, you know, and I know bars are like really where a lot of people meet and I don't really go to that. Um, Why? Well, I don't uh, drink anymore or uh, do any, any drugs anymore. And I mean, I would go to a bar still, like if my friends were going, but you know, it's just, they, that's no real reason for me to go. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I would go and watch a basketball game, right? Like at like a sports bar or something. Um, but that that hasn't been going on over the summer, really. So. So it it would have to be. So it would have to be basketball or any sporting event. I prefer bas- I prefer basketball. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we also you mentioned two things which I thought were interesting. So you. you you're into poetry and you go to these open poetry mics. Mm-hmm. So have you had any interaction with men there? Uh, yeah, but it hasn't really gone anywhere. Like I'll talk to people there, but uh, I mean, some of them are already dating like other people at the open mic. So uh, that seems to be what happens. Like they'll mention their boyfriend or girlfriend and I'm like, okay. Um that are like right standing right there. So, um, yeah. So that seems to be what's been happening at the, at those lately. Um, yeah. Even one guy I was talking to, I was like, Oh, this is a good conversation. And then he mentioned his girlfriend and I'm like, all right. But, um, yeah, like I said, I did meet, I did meet someone at my job last year and they didn't, they don't work there. They were like a consultant at the time. But they did have a lot of red flags where, like, they said some weird things and asked about, like, my friends. And then and then they disappeared. Now they showed up again and, like, texting me. So I don't think it's a good, uh, like, viable uh, person to really date. But um, what about, like, fi- meeting someone at work? Is that, like, because I usually avoid that unless I know I'm leaving a place. So I don't know. What yeah, do you think I- about that? That's well. There's the old phrase: "Don't shit where you, eat. don't shit where you eat." I think that's the phrase. Meaning, don't if when you go to work, if you date somebody from your work, that's you're asking for for trouble, because uh, you're going to see them uh, unless it's somebody like you just said, like a consultant that comes in once a week, or if it's a vendor or a salesperson. And you don't see them all the time. But if it's somebody that you work with eight to five or whatever the hours are, you're going to see them every single day. And then you're going to go out at night. And I think over the course of time, if you get into a relationship and and let's say the relationship doesn't go well and you have a fight or you or you're you're not talking to each other, you know, that's. And I know your career. I, I know what you do. So that would be difficult for you. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't yeah, that be a little awkward? definitely. Okay. Uh, yeah, my opinion is don't date where you work. That's, that's a, that's a, that can cause issues down the road. Um, it's, fun, it's funny you mentioned that because where I work, the owner of the company happens to be, uh, and he's <laughs> he's married and he was 
seeing somebody in the company for 20 years. She unfortunately passed away um, due to COVID <clears throat> two years ago. Mm. But for the 20 years that I was there, they were an item. And it, it was an interesting um, situationship, I guess is what they call it. It was, it could be awkward because they did have their days when they were mad at each other and it, it res what's the word, uh, resounded throughout the company. And she was the comptroller. She would run the, the financial back office and he was the owner. And it, it, it just made it unpleasant for not only them, but for, for the rest of us. So I would say workplace. No. Yeah. Uh, again, unless again, unless it's a, somebody who who who's a consultant or comes in once a week or once a month or something. Yeah, it's kind of okay. funny because a lot of people are married at my job, but um, but yeah, I had a crush on someone there, but they it didn't work out anyway. Luckily, like their phone went missing, and then it just so it just didn't go anywhere over the summer. So luckily, kind of probably, but the guy that I met who consulted, he was like we were flirting on, on my breaks near the end of the year. And then uh, he, but he like asked me weird stuff. Like if I would want to include a friend and like, even before we even date went on a date, just as talking on the, on the, uh, on the breaks. And then, um, and he was like uh, asking me like if I use drugs and all the stuff. And, but I, for some reason, I find him so attractive. Like, I think it, I don't know what it is with me, but I still find <laughs> these men attractive that are just like not good for me. Um, yeah. So, but he just started well, texting you, me again. You and I fall into that category where we seem to attract or go after attract, attracting, uh, what's, what's, how do I put this? If we find, if, you know, my last situation, she was attractive, but I'm finding out and in, in some of my past episodes that a good looking person, like really attractive, like male or female, doesn't mean that they're a good match. They, they can have a horrible personality. They can have uh, baggage and issue. Well, we all have baggage and issues, but um I know. I feel like this risky personality is attractive to me, even though it's like, it's not going to go well. Um, yeah. Well, and that's where you and I, again, have a similarity. You, uh, I know your background and I, I think you have, you went, correct me if I'm wrong, but you used to go for the, I'm, I'm going to use the cliche bad boy, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. And Today, now that you're you're not in that arena anymore, you don't. You still may put out that vibe, and um, I, I I think I'm I'm in that same category because of the way I look. Between the tattoos and the long hair, I get this stigma, and the women on my dating apps. You know, I was doing this speed dating thing on Bumble where you can speed date for three minutes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays for two minutes between seven and eight o'clock. You get to talk to random people. You don't get to see their profile and you don't see their name. 
for three minutes, you text and you just, the only thing you can do is just say, my name is Andrew and I live on Long Island or whatever. And, and after three minutes, then they show you their profile and you can click swipe right or swipe left to continue the chat after the speed dating is off. I, every time I do this, I connect with maybe three or four women during that hour and we seem to hit it off like during that three minutes that we talk. Once they see my profile, they, they hit the X and they, because the first thing they see is me, my, my main profile is a picture of me, my full body. And you can see the two tattoo sleeves and the long hair and, and right away. They, and I get it. I, they may not be into men with long hair and tattoos. I get that. So, but that's, that's, that's something that I have a lifestyle that I have chosen. And I, you know, I, people keep telling me there is somebody out there that will accept me for who I am. So definitely. Yeah. I'm still attracted to people who smoke cigarettes, even though I don't smoke anymore. I still like feel attracted to people who do, which is like messed up. Cause like if we were in a relationship, that wouldn't actually be great. Cause like, why do you think that, what do you think that is that you're attracted to smokers? I think I associate it with my, with dating and like sex, because I always, when I was uh, first dating, I was smoking and, and hanging out with smokers. Probably that's probably why. Interesting. Okay. Probably. Do you find do you find that there are a lot of smokers in in your age bracket? Uh well like one person you... who I'm like hanging out with does smoke. Uh I told him I don't want to be in like a serious relationship because he had bailed on me last year when I went through some things and so that kind of showed me I wouldn't want to be. And he also isn't very uh he isn't um sorry, he isn't uh like ambitious enough i don't think for me he's kind of homebody but i do like he's chill he's fun to hang out with so like we're just hanging out and he does smoke um so it's kind of funny but uh yeah i definitely see a, a good proportion of people smoking in my age i mean not as many probably as there used to be uh, and then not as many as the younger kids now too with the vaping like younger people than me vape a lot too so uh, more people in my age like, like smoke actual cigarettes, I think. Hmm. Would you ever consider going back on an app? Let's say you let's say over the next three months you don't find anybody. So it's cause to me it sounds like you're very aggressive. I, I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a good way. You're out and about throughout your day, and if you see it a guy that you are attracted to, you have no problem going up to him. And I, I admire I that used you. to, I haven't done as much lately actually. Cause one guy, uh, I was like running down the stairs to catch a sub, the subway. I'm kind of giving away where I was, but to catch a subway and the thought the doors were open. I was like, fuck. And then I saw someone holding open the door. So I ran in and got in last second. It was awesome. It felt so satisfying. And then this guy who I saw after who held the door, like smiled at me and it was like a moment and I was like happy, but then I didn't have the balls to like talk to him that time. And he didn't either, I guess. So then he just got off at whatever stop. But, um, 
That was the time. He was very cute, too. I wish I did say something. But I don't know. I felt, like, weird. I've talked to random people on the subway before, but I didn't want to be weird, you know? I felt like uh, I didn't want to seem creepy. The concept of this conversation, part of that is, is it creepy to approach somebody if you find them attractive? And listen, you, you just said you're 34, so we know how old you are. So you're of the generation where dating apps, when you were, I guess, in your dating ages, 15, 16, 17, which was, what, 10, 12 years ago, dating apps were just coming on the scene, right? Uh, there were dating websites back in 2005, like eHarmony and Match, they came on the scene, but they weren't apps. You had to go on a desktop. But the dating apps, as soon as the smartphones came out, 2012, 2014, that's when those dating apps. But prior to that, when I was growing up, we didn't have that. So we, the only way to get a date was what you're talking about. You go to a bar, you go to an event, you go to a sporting event, you, you, you meet them on the subway or on the street um, or at school or at work. So it's almost going like full circle here because the old-fashioned way used to be meeting people organically. Then the dating apps come on the scene. They they were all the rage. At first, dating apps, you, people used to be embarrassed. Like if you met a couple and you say, hey, how'd you guys meet? I remember telling somebody how I met somebody and we lied because we were embarrassed. This was like 15 years ago. We didn't want them to know we met on a dating app because back then it's it was... Mm-hmm. It was, it had a stigma attached to it. Like, oh, you're a loser if you have to go on a dating app. Today, it's what everybody does. But now everybody's complaining about the dating apps. And it's complicated. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I could tell a story of what happened to me this week. And I, I told it in my, in my rant over the weekend. So for the audience, they can go back and listen to it. But... It has gotten so complicated. I was texting this woman for a whole week, back and forth, back and forth. And we were having a great conversation. And she said to me, I don't want to text anymore. I'd like to get off the app. So I said to her, here's my phone number. Let's talk. And then the next morning she texted me and she said, good morning. Uh, Hope you have a fabulous day. And I wrote back, thank you. I hope you do too. This was early in the morning. And an hour later, I get a text back from her. And oh, by the way, I said to her, would you be open to a video chat like Friday night or Saturday? That's all I said. Let's, let's, no, we hadn't even talked on the phone yet, but we had exchanged phone numbers. She writes back to me. I don't think we're a good fit. Good luck. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, that's so frustrating. Yeah, but what 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 happened? Because the the six o'clock in the morning text I right. got from her was it was great. It was like, "Hi, here's my number. I hope you have a fabulous day. We'll talk later." And all I said to her was, "Do you want to do a video over the weekend so we can see each other?" My theory is that that 
that might have not been a real person. When somebody, when you ask mm-hmm. for a video mm-hmm. chat and they say no, they're hiding something. So I, I have a feeling this person was not. Hmm. Uh, sometimes I don't really like video. I prefer phone calls because I feel so okay. awkward. I feel like I'm looking but, at myself in a mirror while I'm talking and it feels weird. But, but, but okay, so I say to you, so we meet on a dating app and we're having a five-day conversation and then we exchange phone numbers and I say to you, hey, are you up for a video chat this weekend? You're not comfortable with that. What would your response to me be? Right. I would ask to either do a phone call or even meet, like, because I like to meet in person pretty fast. Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you. You wouldn't say we're not a good fit. Goodbye. Because that's what I got. I She didn't come back and say to me, hey, let's do a phone call first. I'm more comfortable with that. You see where I'm going? So, yeah, there are people like you who are not comfortable with video chats. And I get that. And that's perfectly okay. I had a woman over the summer who didn't want to do a video because she was too lazy. She said to me, I have to put makeup on. So I don't feel like putting makeup on. (laughs) At first, I was like, boy, that's pretty lazy. Why are you on a dating app if if you're not interested in pursuing anybody? But neither – anyway, we we ended up having the video chat two, two or three days later. But she did put her makeup on. But the point is, is that if you don't want to do the video, you just say, oh, how about a phone call first? And I didn't get that. All I got was, we're not a match. We're not a fit. Not even that. We're not a fit. So, all right. Um, I, 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 Nancy, I, I see you keep coming back in and out. And we can oh, hear you. There she hear you. Wow. Well, everybody, Nancy has figured. What did what did you do? Do you know? And the echo is gone. Okay, to the audience, we had we did hear her earlier, but there was an echo, so I asked her to put her headphones on. So, but the echo is not there. Okay, Nancy, I'm I'm glad you figured that out. Would you like to jump in and? We were talking about dating apps versus meeting people in the real world. Yeah, so I'm just on eHarmony and uh, I've had no luck. And this is a very dry website. About three years ago, I was on it. Uh, I met maybe two people. I went on a date with one, um, but I've had no hits. And then this week I met a guy and he on his own reached out to me and messaged me saying, it looks like we're very compatible. So eHarmony has these like points where if you score a certain amount, they their profile immediately comes up to say you're a match based on the points you have. So him and I had over like 100 points, probably like 109. So he reached out to me and said, it looks like we're compatible. And I said, yeah. And we were messaging just, but it was no talk. Like it was just nonsense talk it was no point in even talking but um he basically the first two days spoke about him going to his best friend's wedding and he really didn't want to go so he's looking for a suit to wear and I said why didn't you want to go and he said uh you know because he's just 
my friend is just making the wrong move. They've been off, him and his fiance have been off and on for a really long time. They, it's just not compatible. They're always fighting. They've had plenty of breakups. They've been together for 12 years and they're getting married. And even the fiance knows it's the wrong match, but he's just settling. So he told me that much. And I thought, okay, maybe this is going to go forward. After that, nothing happened. It was just dry conversation. Hi, how was your day? Uh, during the week, I just visited his profile and it shows that if you looked at a view a person's profile. So he had then messaged me, how was your day? I said, how was your day? He likes these supernatural movies. So we were just talking and he said, we should have a watch party. And just like stuff like that threw me off. At first, I thought the conversation was getting a little more deeper because he talked about the wedding and then it just threw me off. Uh, and I said, I really don't like messaging on this app. And he's like, would you like to exchange phone numbers? Which we did. This was around Wednesday. And, um, he's just talking about watch parties and Netflix and Hulu. He's calling himself a nerd. And as he's talking, I'm getting so irritated, just irritated. Like he's getting (laughs) under my skin. (laughs) Just, just, um, Like, what do you, what's the purpose of this? There's nothing to talk about, but yet there's so much to talk about. And then I just blocked him. I blocked him on both the app and the phone, on the phone number, with the phone number. So what do you think it was that turned you off about him? Um, I I, I have a theory, but I want to see if you... He was just, I don't know how to say it. Like, I can feel it, but I keep saying he's useless and there's no purpose. He wasn't trying to get to know me as a man. He, sh- I felt he should have made a move. And that's it. Like, ask you out on a date. Let- or get to know me more. Or, like, let's FaceTime. Or let's chat on the phone. Nothing. Nothing. Right. He wants to have watch parties. I don't want to watch parties. See, watch parties. I, I, I think men or women may do this, especially when the Barbie movie came out. They probably all had watch parties where everybody gets together and they watch a movie. And, and, and you know, I guess either drink beer or smoke pot or whatever they do these days. Maggie, what, is, what was your theory? Oh, I was going to say basically what Nancy said that, um, you know, he was like just kind of talking, but not not asking you to hang out or do anything. And it wasn't even. Yeah. And like you said, he wasn't asking you any questions. It was just like pointless talk where you're like, what the fuck is this person talking to me for? Like, I would definitely feel the same way. I, I um, Nancy, I was telling Maggie um, a story. I'm not going to repeat it. Um but I, I had interaction with somebody this week, which I, I did the opposite. She she mentioned to me that she didn't want to endless texting. So I gave her my number and I said, let's text. And I offered her to go on a video chat. And um, it, 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 all of a sudden, everything went well until I mentioned the video chat. And then she said to me, we're not a good match. Goodbye. So I try to follow the lead of the lady. So I... I my 
thought to you too is if you want the guy to take a next step, I, I, I gotta be honest with you, guys can be dumb. And, and, and I, I, I know you might say, well, then I don't want to date these guys, but I think most guys, they don't know how to navigate the, the woman's mind. Matter of fact, I did an, I did a, um, an episode, I interviewed a guy that wrote a book on, about how to, how to navigate a woman's mind. Um, it's coming up in a couple of weeks. It's difficult. So, Drop them a direct hint. Like this woman said to me, I'm not a fan of endless texting. So say that to them. Say, I'm not a fan of, and 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 Maggie, you said that you yeah. would like to meet in person. I'm very clear and extremely impatient. So I'll tell them exactly that. I'll say, I'm not into just messaging. I like to just meet in person because I don't feel like I can get a real sense of someone over the phone. Like I, I need, I don't think it's a real until I meet you. And then I often get like, just kind of frustrated if we're just like messaging on the phone for too long. And then I won't even want to meet you anymore. So I've said this to someone, this was actually why I stopped using the app because I said this to a guy and then we planned to meet and he canceled. And then we planned to meet again and he canceled and without ever meeting me. So he canceled twice on me without ever meeting me. So I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not using the apps. <laughs> and then I also told him to not to not message me anymore. He tried to. And I was like, please just stop messaging me because you're just going to set me up to cancel on me again. But in person isn't even much better. Like I met someone in person by chance. They were like friends of a friend. They were a friend of a friend. And they happen to be around. And I, I met them and hung out with them for a while, but they were like constantly like I had to beg them to hang out like they never fucking reached out. I had to literally beg them to hang out with me and like tried to want them. I tried to ask them to hang out with me more. They were like very obviously like rotating other girls and then like didn't have enough time for me. And I was like trying to beg them to hang out. So then I ended that. And then they tried to text me again recently. And I was like, please. And they were like going on and on about how they picked out a restaurant. They were asking me what food I wanted. And they like picked it out. And they're like, let's hang out next week. And then next week comes, they don't text me. They don't They do not do anything for two weeks. So then I text them, please don't ever contact me again. And they were like going on and on like, what did I do? And they're like, oh, I should have said something. And so I was like, just fucking stop talking. And they were like, can you tell me what, how I make you feel? And I was like, you make me feel frustrated. And among other things, I forgot what other, well, I said, and I was like, and they were like asking me shit. Like, like it was a business. Like they're asking me in like a business tone, like how could I improve? And I was like, just fucking leave me alone. Please stop. And that was it. So like, I don't know, man, even when you spell it out and this was over months, like he had time. And then, like I said, we stopped talking. He texted me many months later. So he had time to try to adapt, and he didn't. Like, both of them, like, the other guy on the dating app, it was a few, a couple weeks, you know, a few weeks he had time to adapt. I think a few weeks is time to adapt, right, if I ask you to meet in person. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, All right, so... So uh, to to the audience, I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you that I know these two ladies, and uh, I've met them both in person, and they're friends of mine, and they are are 
attractive women. So with that said, ladies, what do you think is going on in the dating scene today? Why is this happening? So we got three people on this meeting right now who can't seem to get a date going in the past six months. I was just going to say, I think I'm surprised you pay for these subscriptions and men go on it from for just sex and flings and hookups. And I'm like, what's the point of that when you could do that normally? Um, and they're paying for these sites and going on these sites for hookups. I saw one profile today on eHarmony and it said, what yeah. is your ideal first date? And someone posted without a picture. And that's another thing. A lot of them don't put pictures on. Um, and um, what's your ideal first date? And this person with no picture actually said food and sex. Um, so I just, I'm confused. I'm just very confused. Like, Well, at least you know not to, at least he's upfront about it. I, I, I don't... I, eHarmony is is not known for that. eHarmony is one of the most premier dating sites where you're supposed to be able to meet quality type people. If he's on there looking for sex on the first date, he should be on Tinder. All right? He shouldn't be on eHarmony. eHarmony is not cheap, right? So to pay for that, he's on the wrong app. Okay, uh Maggie, what was your what, what what's your answer? Uh yeah. My theory is that there's just like endless options in the dating apps now, like that are yeah. just all potential. Like, and then some of them are computers. You don't know who the fuck you're talking to. So it's all potential, but people, I think, prefer to just stay in these like potential uh, spaces where they might be able to hang out with this person or they, or they overbook because there's so many people or, and or computers on this dating app that, uh, they like overbook and they cancel on you without even meeting you. I feel like maybe that's, or they like find someone I, else on the app that night. I did hear that show. theory. There were, I was talking to somebody who created a dating app, uh, interviewed somebody, and they are saying that there are too many options out there, that they're flooded. So more of the women are getting flooded with the guys. So, and you two ladies, you might know this. I don't know how your inboxes look, but if you have 20 or 30 men to choose from, it can be overwhelming. Um, I, I, I don't know if, if a guy's really attractive and he's getting a lot of messages from women. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe he he'll set something up with you, but I, I, I'm just I don't want this to come across sounding mean. But if something better comes along, they're gonna drop you like a hot potato. And um, I think that's wrong. I think if you if you have if you make plans with somebody, you 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 go out on that date. And if it doesn't work out, then you don't go again. But I think you hit. I, mm -hmm. I, yeah, and. Uh... Sorry. And the other thing is they used to not be able to like without technology, people, if they stood you up, you'd be waiting out wherever you made a plan for. Right. Because they couldn't tell you otherwise. But now they could just text you and then then, you know, it's off. So like it's like less 
less stakes, you know, to cancel on someone and than that's it used to be. Ghosting. They're basically ghosting you. They're, they make a date with you and then they just don't show, right? And then you don't hear from them again. Is that... Right, but like back in the day, right, before cell phones, people like would know that so they have to like set right. a plan beforehand. So you'd say, all right, or let's meet up so-and-so at this time. And they know you'd be waiting there at that time. And it might, you know, prompt them to actually try right. to show up a little bit more. Whereas now, like people could just message you, oh, I can't make it. Or like not even make a set plan and then just kind of ghost you, like you said. And I, I had a conversation with, again, another guest, and this whole concept of ghosting is just unacceptable. If you if you honestly make plans with somebody and you can't make that for whatever, even if you have another option and you choose to go with option plan B or, plan, or woman B, you should text the first person and say, I can't make it. Because if you're sitting there standing on the corner of whatever, you know, 8th Avenue and 9th, and you're waiting for him to you know, it's just, it's just rude. It's not right, but we're not dealing with, there's a whole new world out there. And, um, I guess people don't feel obligated to be humans anymore and, and be decent about it. So, okay, ladies, um, this is a fascinating conversation. I'm really glad I got to get both of you on and, and Nancy, I'm glad you were able to join us. Before we wrap it up, any final thoughts or uh, comments about the modern dating world? Um, I think it keeps me active and a, a little bit social because I'm not getting much of that or any of that at all. So I think I'm going to eventually s switch, but I have this year's subscription on eHarmony. But I think I'm going to go back on Match and see what's out there because I had more hits on that than anywhere else. Okay. And and these dating sites, when you stop, when your subscription ends, have you been getting coupons or like uh, discounts, offers from them? No, but that's a good idea. I didn't think of that. I When I stop with Match and I stop with eHarmony, every week I get two or three come back 30% off, 40% off, and then I got a 60% off. They want you back. So look, check. I'm, I'm surprised that they're not trying to get you back in with, with the discount because I'm, I'm getting flooded with discounts. Maggie, any parting thoughts on, on, so you're staying off the apps for now? Yeah. Um, funny thing though, I did happen to see my next door neighbor on, on an app once on a dating app. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't swipe, but now I see him around the neighborhood and I'm like, Oh, this is so, maybe I could date them. So, but, uh, we talk in person on like the sidewalk now, but, uh, yeah, so that's a potential. If they're, I think they're single, potential person to date, maybe. Well, that's like dating somebody at work. If you date somebody that you live next door to and it doesn't work out, then you got issues. So be careful. Right. That. Yeah. That's true, so. You always got to think down the road. Just because they they're, they're convenient because they're at work or they're next door neighbor. If you go on five dates and then the fifth date the guy says something stupid or let's say you get, you start having sex with them and you get into a, like a mini relationship or a, I don't know, friends with benefits. And then they start dating somebody else. 
you come home yeah. you come home one night and you and you see him walking in his in, in his apartment with another woman yeah that would be that would be awkward so um I, I i think dating in the same apartment building and dating at work is something you would try to avoid because it's only going to be make it complicated so I'd like to invite both of you back. This was an in, to the audience. This was an impromptu um, get together. I, I have a new software, and I asked them to um, Maggie and Nancy to come on to test out the software. Um, and and this may or may not make it on the air. I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, if the girls think the ladies think this went well enough, I'll publish it. But I may ask you guys to come back in a couple of weeks or maybe a couple of months and, and we'll get an update on your story. Maybe you, maybe you have met somebody by then. You can fill us in on the details. Cool. All right. All right, ladies. Thank you for joining me. And, of course, spread the word. Um, if you have any friends struggling with dating and, and, and they want to come on and tell their story, uh, it doesn't have to be struggling either. If, the, if you know anybody who has match with somebody and and they're and they're happy uh the the dating apps get bad raps but i have heard people that are getting married and hook and, and and getting into relationships mm -hmm. on the dating okay. app so i don't want to paint a picture that the dating apps are horrible because i am hearing the reverse that they're working but i haven't seen it and neither of neither of you have seen it so i'm waiting for someone to come on here and give us a happy story about a dating app so but anyway thank you have have a great evening and we will check back with you in a couple of months and hopefully we'll have an update one of us has to get a date in the next couple of months <laughs> all right ladies yeah thank you Well, there you have it. Season two underway. Men, boys, did you hear what the ladies had to say? I think what it comes down to, well, you know, I, I, when Nancy says she wasn't getting coupons to come back to match, I think there are too many women on the dating apps and not enough men because I'm getting flooded from three different apps that I'm no longer on and each week I'll, I'll tell you what they are they're match uh, eHarmony and I'm no longer on Bumble I'm getting emails from Bumble they want the men back and I just think they're not there's too many ladies out there so I hope you enjoyed that and Wow, there's a lot more to come. I have so many good episodes coming up. So, all right, here it comes. If you like this podcast, please stop. Take a couple seconds. And if you're on Apple, leave a review. Uh, five stars would be nice. Tell a friend. Please tell a friend. And if you need to make a choice, I urge you to please choose wisely especially in this modern dating world that we live in. Until next time, folks. Ciao.